Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb they both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture, that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. He is truly risen. Alleluia. I love it. After 40 some days, we finally are able to say these joyful words of celebration that our life has forever changed. From darkness to light. From darkness to light, the world comes alive. All of humanity is made new. And as each new day brings with it the awakening of all of creation, so now as we celebrate Easter, we recognize that all of humanity has been awakened to new life. And just as God in the beginning of time, at the moment of creation, brought forth light, so too now, on Easter morning, does the light of his resurrection, the light that makes our life possible, allow us to experience a new encounter, an encounter with the Lord who not only came to earth, who not only came to die for our sins, but who desires to give us new life and the resurrection to share in the glory of heaven even here on earth, from darkness to light. And some of my adventures going to the national parks I've arrived at a few of them late at night and relying only on the artificial lights of the car that I'm driving, I go and I find my way to the campsite, set up the tent and head to sleep. But when the darkness turns way to the light, I open my eyes to the grandeur of a sight never seen before. From darkness to light. And one of the strongest examples of this, one of the greatest experiences of this for me, came in one of my adventures to Death Valley. 
It was there on my very last day, just as the sun was beginning to come up over the horizon, I took off for a simple hike. And going through Marble Canyon, there were a few good sights. But as I got to the dead end, I asked myself, why did I choose this one? Why did I waste my time? I sat there at that dead end, just a rock face, nothing flashy, and prayed. Not for something different, but simply to pray my office of readings and my morning prayer as a priest. But when I packed my stuff up and I turned around, I noticed that the sun had come over the ridge and flooded the canyon. It brought out colors that had been unperceived by me on the way in. And this, my brothers and sisters, is the Easter reality that our life is not likely to be drastically changed in these pews this morning, but the Lord desires to open your eyes to now see life as he sees, to see life as redeemed. We see on Easter that amidst the darkness, Christ who seemed to the world to have been defeated, who seemed to the world to have reached his dead end, has turned the course of salvation history around and illumined all of creation with the glory of his resurrection. And today, each and every one of us come just as Mary Magdalene did when it was still dark. We come amidst a world of darkness in haste, to the tomb, because each of every one of us desires to be turned around by the power of God's resurrection to receive new life. It is here where we are awakened to see reality in a new way, to see it as it truly is, to see it as God sees it, as an Easter people, to see that our life is now found completely in Christ. And we, like John and Mary Magdalene, who stayed at the foot of the cross, who endure this darkness, are now compelled in haste to see and believe. With the grace of God that is poured out to us in this same Easter light that we received at our baptism, we can not only remain steadfast amidst darkness, but we can turn around now and become a witness to that light having seen the world now as redeemed. For us to walk as I did, to simply end at the dead end, to walk through life as that is the end of itself, is to only see ourselves as the goal. And as we experience the darkness of a world who does just that, a United States where now for one of the first times in history, less than 50% of people go to church. Amidst this darkness, we see that creating this dead end ourselves as the end of our lives is no longer a choice. We are chosen by God like the apostles, as Peter recounted in our first reading today, to be the witnesses of his light, to see the life of God, to see the light of a life redeemed of a life of mercy, of a life that breaks through the darkness 
and gives us a new awakening. Because we now, as an Easter people, become like creation in those morning hours, stirring to a new springtime, which blossoms forth with the truth of God's redemptive love. That once turned from darkness to light, we now walk through life, walking back through that canyon, seeing within reality, within our lives, the glory of God made manifest. We see it within the church. We see the beauty of God, which pours forth from eternity to earth. This is the light that dispels the ailments of the world, a world who's fallen into relativism, to absolutism, loneliness, and rejection. But the light which burned the image of Christ's crucified body into his burial cloths, the light which pierced forth at his resurrection is the same light that now penetrates our hearts with a new fire of love. It is the fire of love, the light itself, which makes our life possible, which makes our encounter with the Savior of the world impossible, or possible. The light which allows us to communicate his love, to communicate with one another, and to communicate with our Savior. It is the very life that makes access to reality and truth possible. No longer do we have to navigate the path of life by ourselves. No longer do we have to see the light of man, of a truth that they believe is man-made, but through the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ, we see access to a truth that has set us free. And brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ desires to set our hearts aflame with this light, to waken all of us, his church, into a new springtime, whereas his witnesses, we like Mary Magdalene, can see him as he is, resurrected in all his glory. We can turn around from the darkness that is before us and encounter through him the light which makes all things new. We ourselves can see a light through his church, through his sacraments, a light which continues to flow forth from his wounds on the cross, the very blood which we will receive at this altar, and the very water that is, washes over us in the sacrament of confession. Today we celebrate a sunrise. Today we celebrate a supernatural sunrise which pierces the darkness of our hearts of a world, of a nation who has lost sight of their Savior. When we receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist today, you receive a mission. A mission that urges you, that urges me to turn around and leave here like Mary Magdalene to awaken the hearts of all of humanity to the glory of Jesus Christ. We as his witnesses have been set aflame by the fire of his love poured forth on Easter morning, a light that allows us to see as God sees, a light that allows us to bestow mercy as God bestows mercy, and a light which gives all of humanity a reason to see and believe that we are an Easter people.
new creation, a people of hope, a people of new lives.